0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together.
1: My man. How you doing, Kyle? I'm not too bad, Rohe. How are you doing?
0: I am doing very well uh, on the cusps of a seminar over the weekend.
1: Multiple cusps or just one?
0: Ooh, I don't know. I don't even know what a cusp is. <laughs> I'm on honestly, the cusps.
1: on the edge, I don't did know. Did I say
0: cusp? On the cusp of?
1: It sounded like you said cusps.
0: I did. I think.
1: Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. semantics. Whatever. Yeah. Seminar. How'd that go? It was powerful. I know someone who was there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who was that?
1: Um, this guy named Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, thank you for being there. It was it was a powerful event, and. I think the the power for me came in so this is the first time where there was a vast majority of new students and through their eyes I feel like at least I got to experience the seminar in in a completely new different way and for the first time it really spoke to me there were several things that I noticed about myself and maybe some of the habits that I've been doing especially with this seminar procrastination is something that just kicked my butt before the seminar um during and you know kind of even after and i think that's something that that we can all really relate to is procrastination and so you know let's let's dive into that let's talk about procrastination what are some of the things that that we do without even realizing it and i think procrastination there's there's so many things that we do that are simple That we don't even think about, like getting out of bed or going to sleep. Uh, We procrastinate on those still. Yeah, doing the dishes, you know. Mm -hmm. We just think, okay, we'll get to it. And we don't think too much of it. But what that's doing to the mindset is already right off the bat, it's starting that trend of procrastination because we, even though it's simple, it's the simple things that kill us. Because... Once we get into the habit of being like, you know what, I I said I was going to wake up at 7 and at 7.10 I'm still in bed, you know, on my phone, whatever. Now all of a sudden, you're breaking your word with yourself. Uh, Again, it's not that big of a deal at the time. Not that big of a deal, huh? But but to your subconscious, like now all of a sudden, you're not going to take yourself as seriously anymore. Because when it comes to procrastinating, we know that we need to do certain things. And take certain actions, right? But if already we're breaking promises with ourselves, how can we really believe ourselves?
1: You can't. So when you said that I wrote down self-commitment as it equates to Mm self-worth, if we continually break commitments with ourselves, do we believe that we're not worth it? I broke a commitment with myself this morning. Not a big deal, right? I said I wanted to come to work at 6.30. I've A lot going on. I'm going out of town tomorrow, and the reason why I needed to come to work early is because I've been procrastinating, right? Mm-hmm. And I procrastinated this morning to get up. I got to work about an hour early, but I wanted to get there almost two hours early. So, in hindsight, I wasn't an hour early, I was almost an hour late.
0: Uh, because you told yourself you were in wanted reality, to be six right? 30.
1: I committed to myself. Whether I'm convincing myself it wasn't a big deal or not or justifying this, right? That was a commitment that I made to myself that I broke. One, where else am I doing that is my next question now that I'm asking myself. How many commitments am I making that I'm breaking? And how am I allowing that to become a trend? But specific to procrastination, why? Why do we do it? I thought about this one time well several times in the past and i feel that one aspect of it is that having something to do provides a sense of purpose if i don't have anything to do what is my purpose if i was to ask you what is your purpose here you may know you may have a level of knowledge around it or an idea of what your purpose is because you've discovered yourself more than others. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my purpose is, though. And I, f- I think...
0: Now, when you say your purpose, like, wh- what do you mean? Like, just in, in gen- life?
1: In general. In life, a professional, personal, spiritual, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's a tough question to ask. What is your purpose? What are you here for? Um... Don't quote me on the number, but Gary V says, when you were born, you won the lottery. It was a one in four trillion chance. Mm. You are one out of four trillion. Don't waste your fucking shot, right? Well, what is your purpose? You got a shot, what is your purpose? I believe that potentially, for a lot of others, including myself, procrastination is a way of giving yourself a purpose because you continually have something to do. You mind saying that one more time? Uh, procrastination, in, in some sense, is a way of providing purpose for yourself mm-hmm. because you will continually have something to do. You're, you're accountable to somebody for something if you don't complete all these tasks.
0: So in in a way, uh, a, a to-do list almost becomes like a lifeline. Yes. Oh, huh. so, wow. Because like, that, that's so unique because in a weird kind of way, we all know procrastination is negative. It's something that you don't want to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's disempowering. But I think almost the way that you did it, there's so many people who rely on it for positivity. As a As Maybe. a self of almost... Uh, self-definition
1: i don't i think i would take it a step further and, and not necessarily say that relied on rely on it for positivity but rely on it to avoid a deeper meaning
0: mm-hmm.
1: if i if i utilize all my tasks as my lifeline as my sense of purpose right i've gotta oh this weekend i gotta help my grandparents move or i don't know whatever it is right something if I complete everything that I need to do, now what? I have to be proactive. But what do I want to do? What is going to provide me purpose? Oh, it's almost like
0: an avoidance of life.
1: Exactly. That's where I'm going with this.
0: Oh, you're wow. It's, it's, a,
1: it's a veiled attempt to avoid your purpose in life. I think it's why a lot of people just work and die. Mhm. I might be one of them.
0: And on the on the things that we cuz cuz one of the things that, that I've kind of sh- talked with you about when it comes to procrastination is the promise of the future. Mm. And so many of our goals go really unworked because there's there's no real timeline associated with it. I think anytime you've got a goal or or something on your to-do list that is more than maybe just three days away, we tend to overestimate our abilities and overestimate our commitment level. I'll get to it. You know, I've got I've got plenty of time. And there was a study done where they they took two separate groups of college students and both had the same assignment to do. You know, they had to write this twenty-page paper or, or or whatever. One group had strict deadlines of, okay, you know, this week you need to do this, this week you need to do this, and the other group did not have such a deadline. And what they found was, sure enough, like the higher grades came from the people with deadlines because they knew, okay, it's, it's tough for us to imagine any more than a couple days out. But because they knew, okay, by this point, I need to be here, and it was a short enough time, it was only about a week, they could make strides and then at the end it come together. But what was interesting about the other group is even though they didn't score as high, they were more creative. And there's so many people that, that feed off that creativity. And I I used to say, I don't procrastinate. I wait till the last minute on purpose because that's when my creativity comes in. But... <laughs> but... Is it really creativity or is it just a focus? And then you start thinking outside the box. Like if, if I know I've got a week to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm just not feeling it today. I don't mind watching TV or, or something like that. But if it's due tomorrow, TV's off. Phone's going to be in another room. Like, I, you know, Instagram is blocked. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I've got the blinders on. And I think what's, what's really fascinating is when we have a promise of the future that we, we know that we know that we can plan for the long term, we tend to have loftier goals, but if we plan everything by the week, by only a couple days, you're going to set up more tasks to accomplish something. Uh, it's, it's been a goal of mine to go to Ireland forever. And I guarantee it'll always be there. I'll always want to go to Ireland. I'm never going to take any real steps towards it. Because I've got the promise of the future. I know, you know, if not today, then next year, the year after, whatever. And, and I think that's how most people go through life is because you don't know when, you know, when the, uh, when the last day is that you wake up. Because of that, you just don't take any real actions. I think the people who take a look and break stuff down into manageable portions, like three days to a week, I think that that says something. There, there's a magic there. But once a task is beyond three days to a week, once it's beyond that time frame, we just can't see it. We can't imagine it that far. Hmm. Like we we like dinosaurs, for example. You know, I I think. The, the time span between... So we were born closer to a T-Rex in terms of time frame than a T-Rex was to a Triceratops. Shut up. Yeah. Seriously? Seriously, yeah. So when we think of like the Jurassic, Triassic, blew my fucking brain, mind right now. It's so vast that we can't even imagine it on, on human... Levels, It just doesn't even make sense to it's us. It's beyond our scale. And because of that, we lose it. Like when we think about dinosaurs, we bunch them all together. But we're talking about like millions and millions of years when we've been around for what, 10,000 years or something? Like <laughs> yeah. that, you know, 20,000, whatever it turns out to be. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> in what, in what faith. But we, I think we lose it. And a lot of that, I think, is, is why we procrastinate as well because we don't have that time. And we talked earlier, because you already don't have self-credibility, that, that plays a factor in it too. That was,
1: the, that was a big piece I wrote down. The time frame thing you, you, you position, I like. I think, it's, I think it's important. And I think it's another step than just putting a deadline on things. But one of the things that I really hit me when you were talking was, is this an external commitment or an internal commitment? Who's setting this deadline? Oh. And why... Are you so committed to meeting somebody else's deadline when you will justify why you didn't meet your own? Because now I think we get in a different territory, right? If I said, I'm gonna use yours as an example. I have one that I'm gonna share as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna use yours, Ireland as an example. If I said, Rohit, we're gonna go to Ireland next May.
0: Yeah.
1: I need you to have your passport by this date. I need you to have this much money by this date. I'm going to book at this date. I need you to Venmo me. Yeah. You would do those things. Yeah. How come you haven't done them for yourself?
0: Oh, because based off past results, my commitment level hasn't been there.
1: And you don't believe you deserve it.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of self-worth that goes into that.
1: Yeah. I, I have one myself. I think I've shared this with you. For some weird fucking reason, I have a fascination with the running of the bulls in Pamplona. San Ferminas Festival. It happens the week of my birthday. Literally. Well, the week before, rather. And it and it, it ends in the finale uh, days leading up to my birthday in July. Yeah. I've wanted to go for a long time. I haven't put any pieces in place to go. One, because I believe I have time on my side. I have a promise of the future. I think that's one piece of it. Um, The other piece, as I get older now, I start to tell myself that I'm too old to run with bulls. And I get caught up in looking at things that have never happened to me but might, like getting gored by a bull. Mm -hmm. Well, that's dumb, do I really want to run with them? Or do I just want to go and experience it? Mm -hmm. So I have to ask myself, am I convincing myself I'm too old because I don't believe I'm worth it? Or is it that, okay, I'm still fascinated with this festival. I love that it's from my birthday. I want to go and take part in it. But maybe running with the bulls is putting myself at more risk than I need to be at. So I need to look at it as a logical choice and logical decision rather than, well, not necessarily rather, but maybe take emotion out of the equation, right? Right? I know I'm worth this experience now. I need to treat myself like I am.
0: Ah, yeah.
1: So that's that's one that I've procrastinated on for a long time. Um, I took the steps to go to Peru because there was a finite timeline on it.
0: Because your brother was
1: there. And it was to visit my brother, right? That was something that was kind of on my list of things to do. Machu Picchu, I'm super fascinated by that. I got to go and see it. He wasn't going to be in South America. That was like, are you going to Peru? Yeah, let's go to Machu Picchu. Okay, he did it. I made that happen, but a lot of that was due to external forces. If my brother went and went to South America, I wouldn't have gone to Machu Picchu. So I owe that to him. But does that mean that I'm not worth it? it doesn't mean that but i treated myself like i wasn't. Mm-hmm. why? yeah. why did i do that? i would never i wouldn't trade that experience for the world. it was amazing and i'm really glad keith did that, but why did it require an external force for me to make that take that step? how come i can't take those same steps to go to spain? <laughs> yeah same way
0: you could take the same steps to go to Ireland and and it's weird because it's just one of those things to where even more so than Ireland and I even have a buddy who wants to do this with me we want to go to New Zealand Jake Mm. Jake and I want to go to New Zealand We're, we're both huge ringers um oh. you know, <laughs> lord of the rings fans um and when i say huge i mean we're not talking about movies we're talking about like the silmarillion we know like the four ages and like how the earth was made and like the battles and so- like we're we're totally geeks in here and um you're gonna hate me maybe uh what You've, oh, yeah. You've never seen Lord I've of the Rings. I've never seen a single movie. Yeah, you're right. I do hate you. Sorry. Um, if anybody would like to uh, be on the GYST podcast, we're going to be losing <laughs> Kyle Reed.
1: <laughs> I can't stand you.
0: But, um, but you know, it, it's something that you were talking about internal versus external. Yeah. That's even an external thing that we haven't really made strides on.
1: No. That's a whole other topic, right? Yeah. But I think it plays into procrastination. And we could be here for fucking days talking about this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tony Tony Robbins says we all have two major driving forces in our life. One is uh, it's either to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. Hmm. And if we if we take a look at some of the things that we want to do, how can we ask ourselves those questions? So for example, you want to go to Spain, run with the bulls. What is the pleasure that you would gain out of that? So imagine you just came back from doing that. Mm -hmm. Kyle, welcome back. This is your first episode since running with the Bulls. Kyle, what was that like? Tell me. Ooh, that's good. Um,
1: Exclusivity, I think, is important to me.
0: Um, Culture is important to me. Kyle, you just ran with a bull. Get excited. What does oh, that mean to you? Yeah, well that's running with the bulls, um What was that like? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been. No, but but imagine you were there. Yeah, like yeah that yeah. that's what I'm looking for here.
1: So if I'm there, everything I see, right, what mm-hmm. I envision, what I imagine from from everything that I've seen is um, excitement, um, adrenaline, fear uh anxiety tenacity um happiness celebration and it culminates in the execution of the bull the sacrifice of the bull in mm-hmm. the bullfighting at the end it's, i don't know a lot of stuff
0: yeah see what what he says is if everything we do is to either gain pleasure or to avoid pain there's, there's not pain associated with this no. unless you get gored. Y- there could be, you know but but if you focus on the pleasure, go for that. Hmm. Use that as your as your fuel. So instead of just saying, oh, I'd like to go to Spain someday, no, like everything you just said at some point, we are that's how I'm going to introduce you In the food. welcome back, Kyle. you just ran with the bulls. What was that like? Welcome back on air. So if, if we can use these, to, to propel us forward. Like, for same thing for me. Like, if, if I imagine what that experience is like, use that as fuel to propel myself forward, I'm going to be accomplishing more things rather than just, oh, yeah, go to New Zealand's on my list. For Kyle, oh, yeah, run with the Bulls is on the list. I'll get to mm-hmm. it someday. Yeah, But you've already talked about how, and, oh, and here's something for you, pain. You should, how how long have you wanted to run with the Bulls? Oh man. Like ten years probably. Ten years. Would you have had any fear back then about being gored and being old too old and all that kind of stuff? Not really,
1: because that was what people would say to me.
0: But you said that now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm too old. So by procrastinating on your dream, you're already
1: Yeah. Ooh. You see Yeah. Ooh, I'm I'm trying to give myself an out. I procrastinated until I was an age where for whatever reason I believe I shouldn't be doing this.
0: And how painful is that now that you may not be able to experience that because of your procrastination? Because ten year, because Kyle ten years ago said, "You know what? I'll let future Kyle worry about that."
1: Yeah, and future Kyle has ten kids. You know who knows, right? How long I procrastinate on this? No, man, fuck that shit. I'm going. What? I got. We got to figure something out. Yeah.
0: See, like that. That's the thing is, if everything's to, to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. What about the pain of not doing it? How much does that hurt? Way, Just physically. Way more. I don't know if I can do that anymore, is what you said.
1: It hurts now, thinking about it. Because I didn't care about my own desires enough to fulfill them. But I go to work every day to fulfill somebody else's. Mm. Right? And if we take it a step further, I live most of my days to fulfill Emily's. As come and Ahmed from our podcast live, I would imagine most their days to fulfill their wife's desires as well. Because that's what you do. That I would never change. Don't get me wrong. But why am I making mine less important?
0: Why are you putting your dreams on hold?
1: Why? Because no one else is going to live them for me. And even if they did, I wouldn't get the experience.
0: Because in the end, that's all we have. When we're on our deathbed, it's the experiences and memories that we have. Nothing else. But we... What good is
1: money for if you can't take it with you?
0: And we've talked about how we have robbed ourselves of of experiences. Time and time again. Without even thinking twice. Man. Oh. (sighs) That's
1: rough. Yeah. I got some good notes here. I got some notes that don't necessarily make me feel good, though
0: yeah and when when we first talked about you know doing this episode i was thinking okay you know we're, we're going to talk about how we've overcome procrastination and how we're better because of it instead i think we both kicked ourselves in the balls i 100 percent did yeah because if it weren't for your brother you wouldn't have seen much Picchu. no i wouldn't have
1: like it was um i think Personally, I'm more passionate about going run with the bulls than I had been Machu Picchu. So I I lived out a, a semi bucket list item because it became more convenient. I didn't have to take less actions, but I had a crutch. I had someone who spoke the language I had someone who was already comfortable traveling. It was a safety net for me.
0: Yeah. Outside your comfort zone, but not completely outside. You're not on
1: your own. Anybody can do a trapeze at the place in Seattle where they have the safety net right below you. But only people who are truly dedicated to the craft or their desire can do it without one. And they don't sit around and fucking
0: wait for it. you want to take it away with your two?
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's mm. do that. Two-minute takeaway, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination. I, I wrote a couple of things down here that I didn't even get to because I got to something that was that was bigger than that anyway. Um, wow. But a couple of things that I wrote down also were uh, uh, buying a home, which I finally did. Why did I wait so long? Oh. You know, it bit me a little bit. I I don't want to say it bit me, but I bought at more or less the height of the market last year, and I knew that. The market continues to climb right now, which is ridiculous, especially in our region. But had I not procrastinated, I would have a ton of equity in something, right, which would be nice. Financially, that would get me to Pamplona. So procrastinating in multiple aspects of my life. Just snowballs. Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. Um, Before we get too much further, right? I mean, shit. (laughs) I (laughs) know. So Rohit and I today discussed procrastination. um, And we wanted to discuss why. Not just what it is and how you can stop doing it, but really why are you procrastinating? Because I believe to address something, you got to address the root cause or you're never going to fix it. You're going to put a Band-Aid over something, but you're never going to stitch up the wound unless you find out what the root cause is. And I think today, the root cause of procrastination is a few things. One is we believe we have a promise of the future. When there's no timeline on things, we won't accomplish them. If there's a timeline, we will. But then ask yourself, Are you accomplishing somebody else's timeline or your own? And why is theirs more important? Yeah. Because it's not. If you put a timeline on something for yourself, do it. Execute. Because you, you, you are more important than anybody else. And don't ever fucking forget that. The other thing is that the the idea of not having something to do tends to rob people of a so-called purpose because we don't know what our purpose is in life we don't know what our greater cause is necessarily the vast majority of us we believe that having tasks or things to do provides purpose And if i complete all of these things have i lost my purpose what's next what's next is a scary fucking question because it's unknown and people have a fear of the unknown
0: and i like how you phrase that avoidance of life i circled that one yeah
1: it's huge, right? Um, your self-commitment is equal to your self-worth. So don't break your self-commitment because you're just breaking down your self-worth. Oh my God. That, my friends, is why we procrastinate. And the ramifications of that are fucking huge. Rohit has been to India more times than he can count. Never stepped foot on Ireland. I've been to Vegas more times than I can count. Spent the cost of fucking three trips to Spain in Vegas for no damn reason. And it's the same shit.
0: Yeah. Someone's bachelor party or something else. Again, something yeah. external. Exactly.
1: Why do I continue to commit myself to external forces and allow my desires to just sit on the back burner, barely burning. Yeah. You stoke that flame. So, y'all, thanks again for listening. Tune into another fantastic episode of the GYST podcast. Shit's getting real in here. I hope you got your rubber <laughs> boots on. Um, <laughs> but we want to continue to bring you guys content that will stimulate growth in both ourselves and you. So thanks again for tuning in. Check us out next week for another fantastic episode of the GYSD Podcast. GYSDpodcast.com. You know where we're at. Hit us up on all your favorite podcast players. Podcast Addict on Android, because that other one sucks, according to Vinay. Good looking out, Vinay. My (laughs) podcast members wasn't looking out for me. (laughs) And uh, leave some feedback. Let us know what you like. Let us know if you like the direction. And uh, we'll continue creating great content.
0: Hi. Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.